Hey, what's up, Divine Ones? It's Latoya Okia. Welcome back, baby, to another episode of the Divine Destiny with Latoya podcast. Man, y'all just don't know, baby. I am so honored and privileged and excited and uh, just overjoyed to be on this episode with you today. So much that has transpired behind the scenes in my life that has taken place. And I'm just grateful to be able to show up today. Grateful to be here and serve. Grateful to be here and um, just share with you the revelation that God has given to me. And I pray that it is able to serve as confirmation for you and to get you up and get you moving and get you going and get you motivated. And I promise y'all that I am committed, that I have committed to bringing as many of these episodes and videos to y'all as I can, because I understand that the warfare that you're going through, I understand that the enemy does not stop. I understand that he's always busy, that he does not stop, that he, he, I wish that he only, that he only came to us. Um, he only came to us on Sunday morning at 11 AM or Sunday morning at 9 AM. And then he left us alone for the rest of the week, but it don't work like that. He's hot on your tracks, 24 hours a day, every single day. So I just want you to know that I am committed to bringing as many of these messages to you as I can, because it is in you feeding your spirit with the word that's going to get you through the things that you having to endure every single day. Okay. So I want to let y'all know that baby, that I love you and that I'm committed to helping you get the knowledge and the tools that you need in order to help you create that transformation in your life. Okay. So so excited. Like I said, to be back on the podcast today, I have a message that I want to talk to y'all about. God has been giving me so many. Um, I just had to pray and just be like, Lord, which one you want me to give them right now? Cause you done gave me so many, <laughs> you done gave me so many, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So which one do I need to give them right now? So this is what the Lord spoke in my spirit. He said, your livelihood I want y'all to get your journal, get your blue ink pen. Make sure you write this down. Now, this is a podcast. This is an episode. This is a video, but this is also going to be a like a crash course masterclass, like a spiritual masterclass. I see so many people growing and evolving and and transforming from this word because this word right here, it changed my life, changed my perspective on so much. So make sure you have your journal, you have your blue ink pen and make sure you have a mindset going into this episode that this is about to be more than just a podcast episode. This is about to be more than just a video with Toya's audio on it for on YouTube. Like this is a master class to help me become the person that God has created me to be, to help me make my divine transformation a success. Okay. So this is what he said. He said, your livelihood is in your service. Like I said, I want y'all to get your journal, get your blue ink pen, write that down. Your livelihood is in your service. I want to let y'all know that what God has placed in your heart to do, uh, whatever, whatever way that you are going to add value to the world, whatever way that you are going to uh, serve, and that can be in any capacity, whatever your natural gifts and talents are, 
And remember, if you do not know what those are, then that is, that simply means that you have more transforming to do, that you have more becoming to do, that you have to continue to seek God, seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And you have to come out of the conformity of the world. Anytime we struggle to know our purpose, we don't know our gifts. We don't know what God has placed in us to do. We don't know the vision that God has for our life is because we have been so conformed to the world that we are not able to see. We are not able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our life. So in order to fix that, you can, you can continue to stay in the environment that you were in, but you have to leave that place. You have to leave that environment. So whatever has you conformed, which is the world, you have to leave that environment and go to a new environment, go around new people, read new books, watch new shows. You have to come out of that place that has you conformed and, and, and restricted and constrained and in captivity. You have to leave that place. So you have to come out of the world and come looking for God and you have to continue to look for him. You have to continue to seek him. And as you do that, he reveals things about you and he reveals things about your purpose. And I'm going to tell y'all something else that God just revealed to me as well. You not knowing your purpose and you in search of your purpose is such a beautiful thing. And God sees that as such a beautiful thing. So if you're watching, if you're listening and you don't know your purpose, and you, I know the frustration that can come along with that of, man, you know, I see all these other people doing this and doing that and they purpose and they know they gifts and I don't know my gifts. I want to know my purpose. Just the fact that you are conscious of, you conscious of the fact that you have a purpose and you don't know it and you seeking it and you're trying to find it. You're trying to discover it. The purpose is being fulfilled, even though you don't know it, you don't know the purpose, you being conscious of the fact that you have one and that you are in search of it, that you are looking for it. Your purpose is even, is even being fulfilled in that as well. So you not knowing your purpose and being in search of it, that's a part of your story as well. That's a part of your story being fulfilled. That's a part of your purpose because there, the Lord revealed to me that there is so much beauty in that. Mm, there is so much beauty in the fact that you don't know it, but you are seeking him in order to find it. You know that you have one and you, you have made up your mind that you're going to continue to seek him and seek his face. And get up looking for him every day until you discover it, until you find it. So there is purpose in that. And even when you don't know your purpose, but you are conscious of the fact that you have one and you are in search of it. Like I said, the purpose is still being fulfilled in that as well. And that is your purpose in that season. I pray y'all understand and those of you that have ears to hear and eyes to see that the Lord reveals to you through what I'm saying that even when you don't know your purpose, that it is still being fulfilled and that you not knowing, but you being in search of it when you don't know what it is, but you know that you have one and you searching for it. That becomes your purpose in that season. So it was like, the time in my life, the season in my life where I knew that God had a calling on my life. I knew that I was supposed to be doing something better, but I didn't know what it was, but I was looking for it 
in that season of my life, that was my purpose. My purpose was to search for my purpose. My purpose was in that season to discover it. So that was like the prerequisite to coming into purpose. You have to, you have to be conscious of the fact that you have one and then you have to be looking for it. You have to be in search of it. So that is a stage that you cannot skip across. Like you can't just wake up one day and you automatically, it just hits you upside your head and you know, I pray that y'all understand what I'm saying that you, there has to be a period of you knowing that you have one, but not knowing what it is, but you are in search of it. Like you're conscious of it. You're looking for it. It even kind of frustrates you a little bit. The fact that you, that you know, you have one, but you don't know it. You don't know what it is. If that's you, baby, I want to let you know, glory be to God that you are in the right place. And this is the right time. And God put me on this, on this podcast, on this platform to be able to let you know that your purpose is even being fulfilled in this season, even though you do do not know it, but you conscious of the fact that you have one is being fulfilled even in this, because there has to be a search. There has to be a longing for it. There has to be a wanting for it. There has to be a desire for that thing. And God placed that desire inside of your heart for you to come looking for him, for you to come seek him out, for you to come in search of your purpose, of your assignment that he placed on your life. Glory be to God. So I want you to keep looking. I want you to keep searching. I want you to keep turning that TV off. Keep turning that radio off. Keep picking up that book. Keep picking up that Bible. Keep coming on these podcasts. Keep listening while you're working out, while you're on your way to work, while you're on your way home from work. When you get a break in between clients, when you get a break in between your job, when you go to lunch, when you have a break, when you just have a moment, when you can go to the bathroom, when you any moment that you have where you can seek his face, where you can get the knowledge, where you can get the revelation. I want you to seek him because he will open himself up to you. I'm telling y'all what I know and you will find him. You will discover him when you seek him with your whole heart. And in that moment, do you understand what I'm saying to you? In that moment, he reveals to you who you are. He reveals to you everything that is attached to your life, your assignment, your calling, the people that you're supposed to serve. He reveals it to you in a moment. But you have to seek, you have to desire him. You have to long for him. You have to come looking for him. So keep looking, baby. Keep searching. Because if you don't know your purpose, then I want to let you know that I can tell you what your purpose is right now. If you don't know what your purpose is, your purpose is to discover your purpose. It is to long for it. It is to seek it out. Come on now. It is for the glory of God. God will conceal certain things. He will hide certain things about you because he wants you to come looking for it. He wants you to seek him out. You become another person during the seeking process, during the longing process, during the desiring process. You That is all a part of your journey. That's all a part of your process of becoming who God created you to be. The discontentment that you feel right now with your current life, with your current situation, that was all a part of your story, of your process. We can't get more. We can't receive more until we become so discontent and so unhappy with where we currently are that we know that there must be a better way, that there must be a better relationship. There must be a, a better partnership, a better marriage, a better, a better life that God has for me. If you know that, baby, I want to let you know that you, ooh, you on the right track and you just got to keep going. You just got to keep seeking glory be to God. So I just want to throw that in now for people that's in search of it. 
and 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 you and the enemy is is on in your mind and you you you're frustrated because you like I know I got a purpose but I don't know what it is. Your purpose is being fulfilled even in this, even in you not knowing, but you conscious of the fact that you have one and you seeking. So keep going, okay? So whatever it is that God has placed on your heart to do, your gift, your purpose, that is how you are going to add value to the world. That's how you're going to change the world. You have a unique way within yourself that God created in you. Nobody can do it like you do it. Can't nobody do you like you do you. And it's the way that you do you, not the conformed you, not the programmed you, not the conditioned by the world you, but the reprogrammed by the renewing of your mind you. That part of you, the divine you, there's something that God placed in you a long time ago, a long time ago. At the foundation of the world, he placed this thing inside of you that there's something that you would show up in your generation, that you would give, that you would provide and you give it by just being yourself, by just being who God made you to be. And that is your service to the world. That is your contribution to the world. That is your uh, the value that you add to the world. And I want to tell you that if you are not doing that or you are not in search of finding that then you are not living. Your life is null. Your life is void. Your life is non-existent. It does not matter how many moves you making. Don't matter how much money you got. Don't matter how many credentials you got, how many certificates, degrees, diplomas. Don't matter, you know, how many, how many checks you got on your passport, how many places you done traveled to, what, how many people, you know, your life is non-existent. It is null and void if you are not serving, if there is not service attached to your life. And I'm going to give you all the definition of service. The definition of service is it is the action of helping or doing work for someone. And y'all know I love my synonyms. So I'm going to give you a few synonyms with that thing. So some synonyms for service is kindness Kindness, yeah, helping hand, assistance, help, aid. So there is something that God placed inside of you. It is the uniqueness of you. It is just you being divinely who God created you to be. There is something that you will bring to the world. And this was ordained by God. So no devil in hell can stop this. Nothing can come against this. There is something that was divinely ordained by God and placed inside of you at the foundation of the world that you would bring this to the world. That whatever this contribution is, whatever this skill is, whatever this gift is that you innately do is something within you is inherent, is ingrained in you. Nobody had to teach you how to do this. You didn't have to go to a college to learn how to do this. Now you can go to college to help you be sharper in it and to help you be more effective. But the college is not the, the teachers and the instructors are not teaching you how to do this. You have a natural ability to do whatever this thing is that God has placed inside of you. It's inherent. It's instinct. It's like when a baby is born. Um, nobody has to teach that baby how to suck. Nobody has to teach that baby how to uh, suck a bottle or how to be breastfed by his mother. 
we don't have to teach that baby that when that baby comes out of the birth canal, that baby is born with the instinct to know how to feed, to know how to eat. When you put a bottle in his mouth, he going to do what needs to be done with that bottle. You ain't got to teach him how to do it. And that's straight fresh out of the womb. He looking for something to eat. That is inherent. That is instinct that is ingrained in him. That is deep rooted. It that is encoded in his DNA. Nobody had to teach him that this is what your service is to the world. Glory be to God. This is what your gift is to the world. It is inherent in you. It is ingrained in you. It is deep rooted. It is encoded in your spiritual DNA. And this is why the enemy fights you, baby. This is why he keeps you distracted with the things of the world, because he knows that this thing that God placed inside of you for you to serve to the world. It is so deep rooted in you. It is so encoded in you. It is so inherent and it is so ingrained on the inside of you that you must be. 100% intentional about finding this thing, about discovering this thing, because it is so in, innate, it is so ingrained and, and stitched into your being that you will miss it. You will miss it. You will think that, oh, that's nothing. Oh, that's nothing. Oh, that's, I'm just, you know, just being me. Ain't nobody going to pay me nothing to be me and all this and that. See, you so familiar with it that you overlook it every day. This is why Romans 12 and 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So unless I step away from my culture, step away from everything that taught me what life is and and how I'm supposed to live and how I'm supposed to respond and react and all of the conditioning, all of the media, all of the news, all of the magazines, all of the social media, all of the, all of the movies and the sitcoms and all of everything that the eyes can see and the ears can hear. You have to be 100% intentional to for a season now because you live in the world so you're going to have to eventually go back to being a part of these things but for the reconditioning process as much as you can you have to step away from those things you have to turn them off you have to turn off the conversations you have to turn off all of it so that you can find what is ingrained in you so that you can find what is inherent in you because when, when we when we remove all of the stimuli from the mind, all of the things that stimulates our mind and keeps us going and keeps us distracted, when we remove all of that, the mind is left to, to itself. It's left to itself. We left to ourselves. And then when we sit there in that silence and we meditate, we pray, God starts to show us what has been ingrained in us because the stimuli is meant to distract you from that. The shows, the movies, the TVs, the radio, the news, the everything that the eyes can see and the ears can hear. The enemy has flooded those gateways with all different type of distractions and hindrances to keep you from seeing what was ingrained in you, what was encoded in your spiritual DNA. Things that you naturally know how to do that nobody had to teach you. Nobody had to teach you. Because when God put these things in you, it wasn't no colleges around. It wasn't no universities. It wasn't none of this stuff. So he needed to put something in you that you could do all by yourself, that you could come out the womb and with, and, and with years of growing and, and just repetition that you would naturally know 
how to do whatever this thing is on your own. Now, just so happened later when school and all that stuff came around, you know, that allowed you to be able to get educated in those areas that you were gifted in and help you get stronger in those areas. But push come to shove, you really, you for, for this thing, whatever it is that God put inside of you, you could do it either way because it is inherent. It is ingrained in you. And so I'm talking about that thing. That is your service. That is your gift. That is your contribution to the world. And I want to let you know that if you are not tapped into that and you are not serving whatever that thing is, remember we said service is the action of helping or doing work for somebody. So service is an action. I want y'all to write that down, put that in your journal with your blue ink pen. Service is an action. So if I'm serving, then my service cannot be passive. Like my service cannot be unintentional. No, I have to be intentional about my service. I have to, I have to be taking action in some type of way. I can't sit on the chair and watch Netflix and, and, and binge watch TV shows and all this stuff. No, I have to be intentional about my service, about my contribution. And I want you to ask yourself, what is my contribution to the world? What was I created to bring to the world? What, what value do I bring to the world? What do I know? What knowledge do I have? What skills do I have? Lord, show me my talents, my gifts, my innate capabilities that you put inside of me, my inherent abilities that I was born with my instinct. Show me what it is so that I can, I can give that. I can, I can, like the definition says, the action of helping or giving or doing work so that I can do the work that you created me to do. This is what we were born for. We weren't born to just look cute and take pictures. And no, this is about service. This is about the action of helping, of giving, of doing work. What is your contribution? That's what I mean when I say your service. So you have to get serious about that. You have to be conscious of the fact that you have an assignment and that you came here to serve because if you are broke, busted and disgusted, if you are unhappy, if you are sick, if you are depressed, if you are just in a hot mess, I can guarantee you like my grandma and them say, baby, I can guarantee, I guarantee you <laughs> that it is because your service is not up to par. Because your livelihood is in your service. This is what God told me. He says your energy. Yeah. So maybe you, maybe you lazy. Maybe you're laying around. Maybe you're not energetic. Maybe you got to take all kinds of supplements and take all kinds of stuff for your energy. Yeah. Your energy is tied to your service. Your livelihood is in your service. Your power source is in your service. Do you not know that you are a divine powerhouse? I want y'all to put that in the comments. Those of you that's watching this from YouTube, there's a comment section. I want you to put it in the comments, write it in your journal with your blue ink pen. Say, I am. Come on now, announce the presence of God today. Say, I am a divine powerhouse. I am a divine powerhouse. So you got power running all up and through you, baby. But in order for you to activate that power, in order for you to tap into that power, you must find your gift, discover your purpose. You must know your kingdom assignment and you must serve. You must be about the action of giving, contributing, 
What are you giving to the world? So many times we want to take, take, take. We thinking that, that somebody owe us something. Don't listen. Listen. I remember I heard a um, motivational track I was listening to from 50 Cent. And he said that that's how we set ourselves up for betrayal. When we start thinking that somebody owe us something. Somebody owe us something. Uh-uh. The moment you start thinking that you are owed something, you just set yourself up for betrayal because nobody owes you anything. And you have to keep that mindset and keep that mentality that I'm going to work for everything that God is going to bless me with. I'm going to serve my way to the top. I'm not looking for a handout. I'm not looking for somebody to give me anything because nobody owes me anything. Don't matter if I spent 20 years in the penitentiary. Don't matter if I raised seven children on my own. Don't matter. Listen, the moment you start thinking that somebody owes you something, you just set yourself up for betrayal because what if you don't get it? What if you don't get it? So you got to have that mindset to say it's on me. Yeah, put that in the comments, baby. Write that in your journal. Say, it's on me. My success is on me. My ascension is on me. My elevation is on me. And it's connected to my ability to serve. It ain't nobody's fault but mine. If I don't know my assignment, if I'm not doing the work, if I'm not putting in the work to seek God and to find out what he created me to do and then being about the business of doing that and and contributing to the world, that ain't nobody's fault but mine. Don't nobody owe me nothing. I came here to contribute. I came here to give. And based on what you give and what you contribute, it will be given back to you. Come on now. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. People will give. Money will come. Blessings will flow. But it is tied to your service. So your livelihood is in your service. Helping hand. Are you giving a helping hand? How are you helping? I'm telling you, and service requires us to forget about ourselves and look to somebody else to help somebody else. I am so glad that I learned that God blessed me, renewed my mind to help me to be able to understand the principle of service. I'm going through some things right now in my body right now. But what am I doing? I had to forget about me. Glory be to God. I had to forget about me and what I feel and how, what I'm thinking and what I'm going through. I had to forget about me and I had to say, I need to serve. It been, it been too long. It's been five days since I've been on a a episode or a video or put out some type of content for my people. Uh, uh, I got to contribute because I'm going to tell you what had started to happen. I had started sinking. This is what happens when you don't serve. And so many people live their whole life. Listen, I know God and change me because I can't even go five days. I'd be like, uh, uh-uh, no, find me a mic, find me a camera, find me a, a YouTube channel, find me uh, somebody in the grocery store, find me something because I need to serve, baby, because I feel like I'm going under. I feel like I'm in the sunken place right now because when you're not serving, your energy go down, you lose your power source. You're not you're not operating in the power that God is giving you. Your service, your livelihood is in your service. So it's your being in him. We have our being. You can't even live and thrive and be vital and exist except, you know, your assignment and you serve. So I urge each and every one of you that's listening to 
Get a heart posture to serve. Get a mindset to serve. Get a mentality to serve. To say, mm, I don't went too long without contributing. I don't went too long without giving something. I don't went too long without serving. I gotta be about my father's business. I gotta serve. I gotta do what he sent me here to do. No matter what comes, no matter what goes. Even in death, even when you lose people. I remember when the the uh, when I buried my auntie on last year. When I buried my auntie on last year and I just that was that just hit me unexpectedly, hit my family unexpectedly. And I remember just sitting out after. After the funeral and everything, and I just said, I, I'm, I'm not doing no videos right now. I'm not. I can't. Like, Lord, I can't speak to nobody right now. I'm just I'm, I'm mad. I'm grieving. I'm hurt. I'm upset. And I'm just Lord, you didn't tell me this. You know, like you, you didn't tell me I was going to have to lose her. You didn't tell me that I was going to have to watch her. Uh, in pain like that and watch her final moments like that and, and, and lose her. And like, Lord, you didn't tell me that. And I'm mad and I'm upset and, and I'm, I'm, I'm th- trying to throw in the towel. And I'm just so many emotions when you're going through that grieving process. And after a couple days, I'm going to tell you how God do me. He did me like this before when, when we lost our pet. Um, we lost our beloved dog, my munchie that had been with me seven, eight years, raised my children up with her. Been, that dog was with me through my divorce. She was with me when I started my business. She was with me. She she knew when something, when I had something going on, and she would lay right there by my feet all night long, and she wouldn't go to sleep until her owner laid down. And that dog loved me and loved my children with everything. And I remember when she got sick and she died and she didn't come back home from the vet and, same thing. I laid there in the bed and I said, I'm, I can't get on no video, Lord. You, you didn't tell me I would lose my baby. That, 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 that dog was one of my children. That was my baby. She grew up with my babies. Had her when I was uh, pregnant with Kari. She watched my belly grow and watched Kari come home from the hospital and watched Kari grow and watched the other children grow. And I said, Lord, that was my baby. You didn't tell me I would lose my baby. Then few years later it was my auntie I'm like Lord you didn't tell me I was gonna that was my mother that was my mother you didn't tell me I would lose my mother the woman that I was so close to the woman that was my advocate the woman that was my my ride or die like the woman that was my biggest supporter I said Lord you didn't tell me I'm mad I'm I'm like "Mm -mm, I'm not doing I like serving when nowhere on my mind but after a couple days, I'm going to tell y'all, when I say that, God always leave me alone. He'll leave me alone for a few days. <laughs> he be like, all right, all right. She in her feelings, you know, let her be in her feelings. Okay. God, he'll let you have that little moment. But I'm telling you, it's something about after a few days, the Holy Spirit come back again. And I can feel him when he come back. <laughs> I can feel him when he come back. He come back and he said, all right, woman. All right, woman. You done laid him three days. Come on now. You done laid him five days. You ain't turned the light on. You ain't got up. You ain't. All right, woman. My sheep need you. Come on now. People need you. And God reminds me that the vision is bigger than me. It's bigger than me. He will always give you a vision that's bigger than you because it's got to be big enough to carry you in those moments where you're not strong enough to carry it. 
So in the moments, the Holy Spirit will come back and he, and he bring that vision and that vision will get me up. Like I'm to my, like in the spirit, it just manhandle me and just, just, just scoop me up and say, come on, come on. You got to serve. You got to serve. Remember, remember what you came here to do. This is your assignment. Your assignment does not change. Y'all better hear what I'm saying to you. Don't matter what come, don't matter what go. These are all things of life, all facts of life. But through it all, your assignment does not change. You must know what you came here to do and you must serve in your assignment. You must serve your gift. You must fulfill your purpose. That was the deal. That was the part of you coming here. You wouldn't have came here if there wasn't a purpose for you to serve. So God, I always get me up because I, after a couple of days, I would start feeling low energy. I would, I wouldn't feel like I had no power. I didn't feel like I was saved. I didn't feel like I was filled with the spirit. I just felt like a regular old person and, and I didn't have my being and I didn't, I wasn't energetic. And I was and the Lord say, woman, you got to come on and serve. So even in the midst of deaths, even in the midst of me losing people that were close to me, spirits leaving that were close to me. I still had to serve because that was how my smile came back. Come on now. When I was able to impact and influence other people's lives in the midst of what I had going on. And I heard people say, Toya, what you said changed my life. I thank God for using you because through you, I was able to make it through my divorce. I was able to, to get the, get the strength I needed to raise my children, to be a good mother, to be a good father. I, I was able to change. God changed my life. And then I hear that. And that brings my smile back. That brings my energy back. Come on now. That brings my livelihood back. So he says, your livelihood is in your service. It is connected to what you contribute to this earth, what you were divinely ordained before the foundation of the world. It is inherent. It is ingrained. It is deep rooted inside of you. And it's something that you naturally do well. And to you, it will be nothing. To you, it will be nothing. But to somebody else, it will mean the world to them. It will mean everything to them. Come on now. It is your contribution to the earth. So your service is what you, your livelihood is connected to your service and it is connected to what you contribute to this earth. True surrenderance. Somebody say, I got to surrender to God. I want you to put it in the comments. Say, I got to surrender to God. Surrendering means to lay down your will. In order to pick up God's way, lay down your will in your ways and your desires and your personal needs and everything within yourself. You lay that down in order to pick up God's will. So I want you to tell God today that I lay down my will for yours. I lay down my ways for yours. My heart. The two cannot coexist. Your will and your way cannot coexist with God's will and God's way. You have to lay down yours in order to pick up heels. Glory be to God. So true surrenderance, when you truly surrender to God, when you deny yourself and your own desires and you say, Lord, show me what to desire, show me what to want. Because when he conforms you, he gives you new desires. He will give you the desires of your heart, but he's going to give you the desires that he put in your heart, not the desires that you acquired from being in the world. So that's why we have to leave the world. 
because the world has taught us what to want and what to desire, but that is not of God. So we have to leave that world and we have to come intentionally looking for him, seeking him. And then by doing that through the seeking, through the longing, through the seeking and the developing process, we transform, we become, we develop new desires. We develop the, the desires that God has for us. And those are the, those are the desires that he feels that he fulfills his desires that he has for you. So when your desires match his baby, listen, that thing happened so fast. <laughs> That thing happened so fast. It ain't happening so fast because those are not God's desires for you. Those are your desires for yourself. So you must be transformed. Transformation is the way. Come on now. So I'm going to go over one more thing with y'all before I let y'all go. Your livelihood. Your livelihood is in your service. Make sure you write that down. Your livelihood is in your service. What does livelihood mean? Livelihood means give y'all some synonyms. Another word for livelihood is uh substance. Substance. Y'all excuse me. I struggle with that word right there. Sustenance. So your substance is in God. Your substance is in your service. It's in you, what you contribute to the world. Another word for livelihood is maintenance. Maintenance. Your maintenance is in your service. Another word is upkeep. Maintenance, upkeep. So your upkeep is connected to what you give to the world. It's connected to your service. So when you see people that look good, Come on now. They look good. They're a pleasure to be around. Their energy is pleasant. That person's livelihood is thriving because they are serving in some type of way. They are contributing something good to the world in some type of way. And when you contribute something good to the world, you feel good. It makes you feel good. It takes you out of that sickness that you was in. You forget that you was even sick. You forget that you was even hurt. You forget that you was even broken because it's your livelihood. If you're not serving, your life is null, it's void, it's non-existent. So it's your maintenance. It's your upkeep. It's what keeps you going. If you found your life at a pause, at a standstill, it's because you're not serving enough, baby. You, your service needs an upgrade because your livelihood is in your service. Livelihood. Listen, another another uh, word for livelihood or phrase is bread and butter. Bread and butter. Come on now. Write that down. Livelihood. Bread and butter. So wait a minute now. You mean to tell me that my bread and butter is in my service? Yeah. How well you eat, how well you are being fed. Come on now. How healthy you are. Your money. Your bread and butter, your life is in your service. Your money is in your service. So your finances are not where they need to be. What you need to do. You need to check that service. 
you need to go to God. You need to say, Lord, show me where I'm falling short and I'm not contributing because evidently there is something that you sent me here to do that I'm not living up to. I'm not doing it the way I need to be doing it because if I was, I wouldn't have no issue with my money. And I'm telling y'all what I know. When I developed a heart for service, I watched my finances skyrocket. I watched my financial situation drastically change because I stopped worrying about me and what I didn't have and what I couldn't pay and what I couldn't afford. And I shifted my heart to what can I give? What can I give? Stop looking at what you don't got, Toya. Look at what you do have and start giving what you have. Start contributing what you have. And this is, again, like I said, something that you have to seek God for because don't let the enemy come in and try to pervert this. People be giving all kind of stuff that God didn't even tell them to give. And then the enemy got you upset because you saying, well, I didn't gave and it ain't do nothing. No, you, you need to see God. You trying to do it of yourself. You trying to do it within yourself. You don't know what to do. You've been conformed to the world. You don't know what to give. You don't know. You, you'll be done gave everything you got and then don't nothing be done changed. And now you cursing God. Come on now. So you got to be conformed. Remember, it starts with the mind. You can't just go in your closet or go in your your bank account or go in, 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 in stuff that you have and just start giving away everything you have. The transformation has to happen on the inside. There has to be change in the mind, in the heart, in the spirit first. So you got to go there first. You got to sit down and go within before you just start taking action. It got to start on the inside first. You got to seek God. And then he starts to show you what he's given you to give. Come on now. Because what God has placed inside of you, whatever your contribution is to the world that God inherently put inside of you, you have an, you have an abundance of whatever that thing is. Because God gave you so much of it that you could give it for the rest of your life and you would never run out. You would never run out. So if it's something you saying you gave and you ain't got no more to give and you they, they, they just wanted what you had and all that, you, you're not operating in the will of God, baby. Because when you are serving from the place that God has called you to serve, you will not run out. You will not run out of ideals. You will not. God, God has given you a wealth of of knowledge, a wealth of whatever that thing is, because it's meant for you to serve it for the rest of your life. So you need it to have an abundance of it. So when God calls you to serve and give from your assignment, your kingdom assignment, just know that whatever that thing is, that you will have an abundance of it and you will be able to give it to as many people as you possibly can. You will be able to serve it to them. And yes, you have to be proven first. Okay. I, the, excuse me. The finances that I earned now that I earn now, I didn't earn that in the beginning. So we got to be realistic. We got to be willing to be proven. Come on now. So many times we come to God with that same mindset we had in the world. And in the world, see, it was about the money. It was about how much money I can make doing this. It ain't like that in the kingdom. So you got to be conformed. You got to, you, I mean, you got to be transformed. Excuse me. You have been conformed, but you have to be transformed. So, what was about money can no longer be about money. It has to be about purpose. It has to be about service. Glory to God. So yeah, I had to be proven first. I had to, what I'm doing now that I get paid money to do. God needed to see that I could do it for nothing. 
Do y'all understand what I'm saying to you? He needed to see, which he already know he's God. He's all knowing, but he's, he does that to prove things within ourself, to show us things within ourself and to help us to be a better witness for him because we've personally gone through that process. So it's not God. It's on us for us to see. He knows, but we need to see that, man, I love this so much that I would do it if I didn't make no money from it. And it's what you are willing to do that you will not earn anything from. And you do it with a smile on your face and you do it with love in your heart because you just being yourself. And this is who you, who you are anyway. And this is what you were going to do anyway. It's in that, that you later realize that, man, I can get paid millions of dollars to do what I could have did for free. I can get paid millions of dollars. I can earn millions of dollars just by being myself, just by becoming. And that's what I want my audience to see. That's what I want my divine ones to see that you can earn. It's not about the money, but it's what the money allows you to have is what the money allows you to do is what the money is, who the money allows you to bless the resources that you are able to become and provide for other people and other things through the money, the freedom, the financial freedom. And I want my people to see, I want each and every one of you to see that you can earn an income. You can earn millions of dollars by simply becoming the person. Oh, glory be to God. By simply becoming the person that God has created you to be by making that divine transformation, because everything is tied to that. Your livelihood is tied to that. Come on now. Your energy is tied to that. Your power source is tied to that. Your life, your being is tied to that. Your money, your finances, your happiness, your love, your joy. It is all tied to that. Your livelihood. It is your bread and butter. Come on now. It is your profession. Come on now. It's what you do. It's who you are. It is your maintenance. All of this is tied to your giving, to your contribution, to your service, your employment. Another word for livelihood is employment. This is your work of life. A lot of times we stuck on a job that we don't like, that we hate, that we dread because we not, we not, we don't have a mind of service. We haven't been transformed. We haven't gotten that transformation on the inside. So we don't know that. We weren't meant to work a job we hated all our life in order to make money that we were meant to find our assignment and to serve in our assignment. And that through that service in our kingdom assignment, that we would receive employment from that. We will receive our livelihood from that. Your livelihood is your maintenance. It is your nourishment. It is your upkeep. It is your employment. It is your bread and butter. It is your occupation. It is your profession. What is your profession? Your profession is to serve. Y'all, I don't know those of you that seen the movie 300 when he said, what is your profession? That's what I hear God saying. What is your profession? Your profession is service. I am here to serve. I am a servant of God and God has given me a kingdom assignment. I have made him ruler over my life. Jesus Christ is ruler over my life. I want you to affirm this today. Jesus Christ is ruler over my life. He is the one and only supreme ruler, the sovereign king and Lord over my life and over everything that I am, that I aspire to be, everything that I love. Jesus Christ is the one and only supreme ruler, the sovereign ruler over my life. 
I have submitted my life to the rulership of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is how you enter into the kingdom of God. You have to declare him. You have to confess him. You have to announce him as your one and only supreme ruler. And then you have to submit your life to the rulership of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to seek his face, seek his ways and align your life with his laws and his principles. And through your transforming and through him changing you and developing you, you discover your assignment. You discover that, oh, I made him king over my life. I made him ruler over my life. And then now he has made me ruler over my assignment. So I'm supposed to discover my assignment and I'm supposed to serve in my assignment. And this is how I get my employment. Come on now. This is how I get my bread and butter through God, through the kingdom, through knowing my assignment, through service. This is how I get my nourishment. This is my livelihood. This is where my living is. This is where my substance is. This is where my upkeep is. This is where my profession is. In him, I have my being. This is where my everything is. My livelihood is in my service. And if I'm not serving or if I'm not in pursuit of finding out what I'm supposed to serve, then my life is null. What is life? Life is a vapor. Life is a, it's a mist. If you didn't serve, if you didn't know your purpose, your life was for nothing. It was null and void because your livelihood, your everything is in your service. I am Latoya O'Keel. I love y'all so much, baby. I love you so much. I want you to keep on getting the knowledge, keep on seeking, keep on searching because God is doing a new thing. I see why the enemy fought me so bad and didn't want me to record this episode because he knew that this was going to be one for the books, baby. He knew how powerful it was going to be. Glory be to God. I love y'all so much. And I pray that you receive these words that I have spoken to you today. I thank you, God. Thank the Holy Spirit for using me, for flowing through my body, using me as a vessel today. Lord, I am honored. I'm privileged to be able to serve and feed your people. Lord, I pray right now that your people that are on the receiving end of this message, that they were that they are able to receive this word into their hearts today and that they are able to allow the word to take root. I come against the wicked one that will come and try to disrupt this word that will try and hinder this word that will come and try to steal this word and pluck it out of their hearts. I come against the wicked one right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare and I decree Lord that your people shall receive this word in their hearts today, that it shall take root and that it shall be watered with faith, with dedication, with discipline, with hard work, with determination, with them seeking you. I pray, Lord, that they shall water these seeds and that they shall grow into a marvelous harvest for the kingdom of God. In Jesus name, in Jesus name. Okay, I love y'all so much, baby. Uh, I want you to click the link in the show notes or in the description and uh, sign up for a course today at Latoya O'Keele Academy. Remember, service, when we read the definition of service, it's the first thing it said was action. 
It is the action of giving. It is the action. So you have to take action. Okay. So I want you to click one of the links below. If you aspire to be a coach, I have a certification program that you can take. Click that link below to sign up for the free masterclass to get started. And then, um, as the Lord leads you to, there are basic and advanced options for you to receive your life coach certification. We also have financing options available. Um, so you're able to get financing in order to help you to cover the cost of investing in your certification. Uh, there are also other courses there for you. For my ladies, we have the healing and self-love for the divine woman. That's an amazing online self-paced course to help you become the woman that God has created you to be, to help you heal from the past and get ready for everything that God has for you in the future. And I also have the beast mode course. Uh, the beast mode course is what I would recommend to my divine ones that are just getting started in this process and you ready to reprogram your mindset for success and you are ready to tap in baby and ready to step away from the world. Remember we talked about being conformed to the world and how in order to find your purpose and discover your assignment that you have to come out of the world and you have to come to God, come looking for God. So the beast mode course is just give you a little bit more in-depth information. I take you through my own personal process that the Lord took me through in the beginning to help me come out on the other side, baby, to come out in the kingdom of God. So that is there for you as well. We have free courses and remember the information is freely available to you. Even if you don't purchase anything, this information is free. This has been a whole hour masterclass for you. I went over definitions. I went over synonyms. I broke down word. I broke down scripture. I did what I would have did in a masterclass and you got it for free. Okay. So this is what the service is about. This is what the service is about. And through you serving, your life will change. My life has changed. My life has changed. I don't post a lot or say a lot because I'm, I'm just a, a naturally modest person. But if I told y'all everything and God done got on me about that, I'm going I'm to start telling it because people need to know. People need to see everything that God can do and that he will do. When you get serious about your transformation, my life has changed. God is changing everything about me from my address. Come on now to my bank account, to everything, my inner peace, my inner joy. I have, I have joy everlasting. I have an abundance of love on the inside. The biggest transformation happened on the inside. Come on now. And then everything else will flow over to the outside. You'll get the new cars and the new houses and the money and all that stuff, you know, all of that. But that don't matter. It's the transformation that you get on the inside. The inside, the love that I feel is like no other. The happiness, the joy, the peace. Oh, my goodness. The peace that I feel is like no other. So I want that for you, baby, but you got to take action. Okay. So click one of the links below. I am Latoya O'Keele. I love you so much and I'll check in with y'all later.